if we don't check ourselves, if we don't humble ourselves enough to say, hey, you know what, let me be open-minded. Let me listen to what the person has to say. Let me be understanding. Let me be apologetic. Then we can ruin some really good relationships as a result. Hey, thank you for tuning in to another session of Notice Our Diaries. I'm your host, Alicia. And if you're new to the podcast, thank you for pressing play. Here on Notice Our Diaries, we talk about navigating adulthood. And today I want to explore the topic of constructive criticism from the context of relationships, not just romantic relationships, but relationships across the board, whether it's platonic, whether it's professional relationships, or even romantic. I want to talk about it because I had this experience recently with my mentor where she shared with me how my actions or how my approach to something really did not sit well with her. You know, it it came across as selfish. It came across as though I was being competitive and if you've ever received constructive criticism, you know, it's not the easiest thing to listen to someone tell you, I didn't like how you handle this, or I think this could have been done in a different way, or this is how you came across to this person or these group of people. It's not easy to hear about the negative side of ourselves, you know? And so as she was sharing with me, mind you, she didn't have to. And let's start with that. Sometimes we get offended or we feel a particular way when someone pulls us aside and say, hey, I didn't like this or I didn't like that. This hurt my feelings. This came across in this light. We don't like it because, as I said, we don't like to hear the negative about ourselves. But one of the first things right off the bat is that is a sign that the person cares because if they didn't care about us, if they didn't care about the relationship they have with us, they could have done so many different things. They could have responded in so many different ways. The first being, they could have just cut us off immediately. You offend me. You've made me feel away. So I no longer want to have this relationship with you. I'm going to cut you off. They could have done so harshly by ghosting us, you know, just cutting off communication right off the bat, not giving an explanation, not giving as much of a, a, a phone call or even allowing us the opportunity to explain where our head was at when we were behaving a certain way or why we did what we did, the way that we did it. They could have just completely shut things down, but they didn't. They chose instead to muster the courage to have that tough conversation because that's what it is, at least from my perspective. It's a tough conversation to have to pull your friend aside your significant other, your boss, maybe, you know, a coworker and say, you know what, this didn't sit well with me, right? They could have handled it by way of lambasting us to others. They could have said, you know what, can you believe this is what Alicia did? 
you know, they could have put us on blast, but no, they decided to address the matter privately. And that is something that we should appreciate. Instead of getting in our feelings or allowing our emotions to get the better of us and cause us to think irrationally, because it happens, why not pause and at least, at the very least, appreciate the fact that, you know what, they did not allow my behavior to ruin my relationship with them. They didn't allow my behavior to muddy the waters, but they chose instead to pull me aside and have a conversation. A tough conversation, I'm sure, because it's not easy telling people how you feel. It's not easy depending on the relationship dynamic. It's not easy saying to someone, you hurt my feelings, you know? And so we can appreciate that. Secondly, what that situation made me realize is that sometimes we can jeopardize really good relationships when our arrogance gets the best of us. You know, when someone pulls us aside and say, you know what, this made me feel away, or I didn't like how you handled this, it could have been dealt with differently. The first thing that comes up, if we're to be very honest, is our ego, is our pride. Who are you to tell me this? I didn't mean it that way. You're the one that's choosing to look at it that way. You're the one that's interpreting it that way. I didn't tell you to look at it that way. And we can go on and on and on. Does that sound familiar? When someone pulls us up, immediately we get defensive. It's a natural response. I get that. I understand that. I myself have responded or reacted in that way several times over. But then when you really sit and think about it, if someone is saying to you, I did not like this. This hurt me. Why are we getting offended? Why are we getting defensive? And why is it that the immediate response is to try to make the person feel bad or deflect or just like, you know, just get really rude sometimes altogether? It's because our ego was bruised because in our minds, we don't see ourselves the way that the person would have described. We don't think that we're capable sometimes of behaving in the manner in which the person explained. And so when it comes up, we're first shocked. And as a result of the shock, we have this knee-jerk reaction that is, it's not me, it's you. But if we were to really sit with what the person said and try to see things from their perspective, then we would realize, you know what? Yeah, if I was in their shoes, that really would have made me feel a particular way. That would have caused me to react in this way or it would have caused these emotions to surface. Sometimes instead of allowing our pride to overshadow our reasoning, we should take a moment to put ourselves in the other person's shoe and recognize why or try to understand why it is that they would have felt the way that they felt. And so I'm learning, and that situation really was an eye-opener for me in that it made me realize that if we don't check ourselves, if, if we don't humble ourselves enough to say, hey, you know what, let me be open-minded, let me listen to what the person has to say, let me be understanding, let me be apologetic, then we can ruin some really good relationships as a result. You know, 
I used to have this mindset where I would say to myself, if this person hurt me one time, I'm cutting them off. Now that I'm older, looking back, that's one, that's petty. Because I mean, come on, use your words, Alicia. If somebody hurts you, if somebody offend you, why not pull the person aside and let them know that what they did rubbed you the wrong way? You can't go cutting off every single person that hurt your feelings because then what will happen? You'll end up alone. And then sometimes too, if you look at it from a business perspective, if it is that you want to be successful, you can't go cutting off Tom, Dick and Harry just because your feelings were hurt. Because then who's going to be in your corner? Who's going to support you? Who's going to have your back? You literally would have cut off everybody. And so if someone approaches you humbly, because you do have people whose approach is rude and disrespectful, we're not talking about them. But if someone approaches you and say, hey, you see that situation that happened last week, this is how it made me feel. Or this is the way in which it registered from my end. And I just wanted to let you know, humbly listen to what the person has to say and see where you can make adjustments. Because another big tell is if different people keep commenting on a particular type of behavior in you, perhaps, maybe, just maybe, it's something worth exploring. It's something worth examining. Because one person telling you you're selfish, mm, it's a one-off. They don't know me. They're not close enough to me to really get to know who I am. That's on them. But if 5, 10, 15 people ever so often say to you, you're a selfish person, you're a rude person, then obviously it's not them, it's you. And so it's definitely something that you need to sit and look at and try to understand what is it that I'm doing? How is it that I'm behaving that's making people come to this conclusion? Because it's not just one person telling me that, it's several people telling me that, you know? And so when it comes to relationships, business, platonic, romantic, we have to be very careful to not let pride and ego and arrogance ruin a good thing. I tell you what, after my mentor and I had that tough conversation, after we had that tough talk, mind you, after she said her piece, it was all love after that because her personality is of such where she doesn't like to dwell on the negative. And that is something that I aspire to in all honesty. That is something that I aspire to because sometimes Negative things happen and I tend to overanalyze it and dwell on it and dwell on it and dwell on it instead of addressing it and moving on. So that is a trait in her that I admire that I am personally working towards. But after we had that tough talk, I believe maybe a week after, we were able to have another conversation, very impromptu, by the way. It wasn't planned. I was doing some work for her. And I was sharing with her, you know, my ideas and what I was able to come up with. And we had an impromptu mentorship. <laughs> we had an impromptu mentorship session where she was just dropping gem after gem after gem after gem. Mind you, neither of us went into the conversation thinking that it would have went in the direction that it did. But I walked away feeling so full. 
she walked away feeling full. And immediately I thought to myself, what if I had responded differently when she pulled me up on my behavior? What if I continued with an attitude? What if I said, I no longer want to be close to you? You know, what if I was just terrible in my response to what she said? Look how I would have missed out on all that I was able to learn. And the things that I learned, I can apply to the growth of my podcast. I can I can apply to my my creative work, content creating. Even now as I'm talking to you, I'm still blown away by all that came out of that session. And I can't help but think, you know what? Had I responded differently to what she said the week before that, I would have really missed out on a lot. And that is where I started to think about how we sometimes jeopardize really good relationships, really solid relationships because we don't like to be spoken to, because we don't want to hear what the other person has to say if it's negative about us. Let me remind us that we do have our toxic traits too. You know, we're not all perfect. It's not all peaches and cream over here. You may be friendly in one instance, but you may be the complete opposite in another. And people pay attention. People do take note of those things. And so if it's something that you're struggling with, perhaps this perspective may help. What if you were to continue being stubborn, being arrogant, being, you know, one one-sided when it comes to certain things, being the type of person that does not like to be spoken to. What if you continued in that vein? What would your life then look like? Perhaps your life would look like being lonely, persons not wanting to work with you, finding difficulty in career advancement. If you're a content creator, persons not wanting to collaborate with you because people talk, especially in the business world, people talk. And if people had a good experience with you, they'll talk about it. They are, they're going to find at least one person to share that experience with. And that person will in turn tell someone else and then the ripple effect will occur. Likewise, if someone had a negative experience with you, they are going to tell someone. And in this era of social media where we're quick to run and blast people for the smallest thing that is done to us negatively, we have to be very, very careful. Take a moment to think about your reaction when someone says to you, I don't like how that was handled. This rubbed me the wrong way. This was received in this way. It's not easy. I get it. It is not the easiest thing to stomach hearing the not so good sides of ourselves. It is not easy. It makes us want to hide in a corner. It makes us, it makes us want to roll up like a ball and just not surface again. I get that. Trust me. I totally get that feeling. And it's embarrassing too. It's embarrassing, especially if a senior person, you know, pulls you up. It's embarrassing to know that one, we're not aware that we came across that way. Two, we're not aware that our actions would have been received in that way. And three, of course, would have expected better from ourselves. There is some embarrassment laced in, in those tough conversations when someone tells us that did not go down well. But 
if the intention and the goal is to grow and get better, if the goal is self-improvement, if the goal is growth and expansion, then we have to learn to sit with that uncomfortableness and be willing to do the work necessary so that we can maintain those solid relationships. Think about it. If you step on the toes of the person that is well-connected, let me just throw that example out there. You don't know what you are preventing or holding back from yourself. We just don't know when that person is going to put in a good word, when they're going to turn around and be a major blessing to us. We don't know when that person is going to drop our name in a room where there's a lot of opportunity. We just don't know. And so it's not worth sacrificing that relationship because of a small inconvenience. And I say small because in the grand scheme of things, it really is something small. And so I had to quickly humble myself and say, you know what? Let me be more mindful the next time. Let me not try to make excuses. Let me not get defensive. And mentally, it's a battle because pride and ego and all of that is going to want to be like, oh, but you were right. And they didn't have the right to say this. And you're not responsible for how they react and blah, blah, blah. No, mm -mm. we have to fight those thoughts because it's hindering or it's going to hinder our growth. So again, the next time someone has the courage, and I say courage because it's not easy telling people how they make us feel, especially when the person is like super close to us. But the next time someone has the courage to pull you aside and respectfully share with you how you made them feel in an instance, how your actions were perceived. If that relationship is the one that you value, be mindful of how you respond and also be mindful of your actions following that because it's easy. It's very, very easy to say, yes, I understand where you're coming from. I totally get your perspective. It's easy to say the right things, but it's another thing to do the right thing. An ex of mine would say, mom can't say anything. It's so easy to put the right words together and make it seem as though we have certain things under control, make it seem as though we are fully on board with what the person is saying. But if our actions don't match up, then we're in trouble. So let's humble ourselves when someone takes takes the time to share with us how we would have come across in a particular situation. Another way that I look at it too is if God didn't care about us, if he didn't want us to move forward, if he didn't want us to progress and advance, grow and expand, he would not have allowed the person to pull us up. He would not have allowed the person to have that tough conversation with us. They would have just gone along their merry way, perhaps cut us off, write us off, disconnect from us, and we would not have realized just how important that relationship was until it's too late. And so that's perhaps another way that you can look at it to help you navigate that process. If God did not want you to do better, to have better, then he wouldn't have allowed the person to open your eyes to something that perhaps you were blind to, naive to, 
whatever word you want to throw in there. Let's not jeopardize those good, solid relationships simply because we don't like to be spoken to. Because the opportunities that we may be sabotaging, we may not be able to get it back. I hope something that I would have said today resonated with you. If anything jumped out at you, I would love to get your feedback. And I invite you to share your comments with me via email or on Instagram. You can email me at alicia at noticevdiaries.com. That's A-L-I-C-I-A at noticevdiaries.com. Or you can slide into my DMs on Instagram and share your feedback there as well at noticevdiaries. Until next time, thank you so much for tuning in and I am so looking forward to connecting with you again next week on Noticep Diaries.